Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player a preference by searching for Sift Pop. Welcome, everybody, to episode seven of Disney Plus Reviews, and we are re- reviewing episode six of The Mandalorian today. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm joined by my good friend, co-host, and the guy who starts every conversation by saying, Misa's name Misa's name is Jack-Jack. It's Jack Altermat. How you my doing today, My gosh, Jack? I wonder if you're a Gungan under that, <laughs> uh, that uh, mask, that helmet. Phil, we've been doing this podcast now. What, what episode is this? Uh, it's our seventh episode. Episode yeah. seven, and I've yet to see your face under there. You've you have you have really bought into this. I'm a Mandalorian now, and this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Um, but I am uh, glad to be here. Uh, this episode of the Mandalorian this week is an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, the first one that there was a not like this weird. I'm going to say it this way. You can say it however you want. A weird non momentum. Yeah. Like it was like. If you watched, if you ever watched, you know, Twenty Four or Buffy or any long show, Firefly, if it hadn't got canceled mid season, um, you come to these episodes that are the main characters are out, you know, on a trip to the mall, or oh, right, right. they're out, you know, Jerry Seinfeld's car shopping this episode, or blah blah blah, and you're like, oh, well, okay. Side mission. I th- <laughs> think the season's almost over. How many more episodes are there? Two. There's only two more episodes after yeah, this one. And so you're like, you kind of went to this weird neutral, put it in neutral and glide. I like the content of the episode, yeah. but I was surprised that there was n- no real forward momentum taken unless they're going to build out what you saw. The Rebels were, I mean, we'll get to that, but... yeah. So before we get too Weird. much further, let's let's make sure people know that this Weird. is a spoiler. All of our episodes are spoiler oh, yeah. episodes. Sorry, guys. I didn't Wait, mean to tell no, you that. No, that's fine. We I, we didn't get in, into anything too no. uh, terribly spoiler. I didn't mean to tell you that you know, the Mandalorian is actually a gunger now. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast if you're listening to us for the first time. Uh, we're v- reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus, that service. Uh, this first season of our show basically is all about the Mandalorian. That's pretty much exclusively what we're talking about right now. We will occasionally get onto other topics about other things around Disney Plus. Usually at the end of the episode, we'll talk about that. And as soon as The Mandalorian is over, uh, basically here in a couple weeks, by the end of December, it'll be over. We'll move on to some other content that's on Disney Plus, uh, eventually probably getting into a Marvel show or another Star Wars show. Or The Descendants. Or The Descendants. Yeah. Anything. I'm up for anything. Uh, we have an email address if you want to write into the show. That is Disney Plus Reviews, P L U S, all spelled out. Disney Plus Reviews at hotmail.com. Hot. Uh, and basically, that what we do. Hot. The, 
It's it's a hot mail. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, hey, here, hey, can I hand this to you, Phil? Okay. I'm handing you the mail. Oh, 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 oh that's that's too oh, hot. hot. Too hot, hot to handle. Uh, and uh, yeah, basically, what we do every week is we recap the Mandalorian episode. Uh, again, this really is kind of a Mandalorian show for right now until the Mandalorian's over. Uh, talk about our, our favorite moments from the episode. Present our questions, thoughts, and predictions for up- upcoming episodes. And then at the end, we usually sprinkle in some conversation about other stuff that we're watching on Disney Plus. Dude, uh, but let's uh, so spoilers abound. Uh, you have been warned. So we're going to get into the spoilers of Episode Six. We're, let's start with the end of Episode Five. So the end of episode five, where we where we last left our, left our hero, and the last conversation that we had on this podcast was who is this mysterious guy in the boots, right? In the yes. the the, uh, yes. the stirrups, wonderful. Um, but uh, uh, d- do we learn anything about this no. person? No. In this and in fact, this episode. Think about it this way, Phil. This episode starts out. He lands on this mysterious. I thought at first it was a ship, but then it pans back and it's a. It's a, uh, oh, like a space what's it station. Called? Space station, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you realize, like, well, where is he coming from? Where's he going to? This is a guy, he's a bearded guy. He's in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Uh, he's in. He looks familiar to me. He's but been in a lot of stuff. I haven't seen Sons of Anarchy. I think um, he's, isn't he in the Dark Knight movies? Yes, he is one of the bad cops. He's uh, Bullock. I think he's actually Bull- the new Bullock. Harvey Bullock. Yeah, who is a kind of a long. In the animated series, is the first time you met Harvey Bullock. Yeah. Or was he in the old Michael Keaton Batman? I'm saying that that character Bullock. Anyway, long story short, yeah, this guy played that character in the Batman trilogy. He also was in Sons of Anarchy, uh, and then here he is, uh, bearded. He he and Mando apparently have a long history together because Mando lands his ship. Uh, I, you have any work for me? Turns out I've got some work for you. Just like old times. I'm not going on this trip though. It's gonna be this character, Bill Burr, comedian yeah. Bill Burr. Have you listened to Bill Burr's comedy? No. He works blue, my friend. Oh, really? He works blue. <laughs> I love him. Okay, uh, but he is not for children. Okay, like there interesting. Is, you know how uh, Jim Gaffigan? I would have never got that from his character. Jim Gaffigan and uh, gosh, he's, he he is stiff. Uh-huh. When he, he says some stuff, you're all like, whoa. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this, this, this episode definitely has quite the cast, but talk about a diversion from where the, the season has been headed. Like, every single episode, even the episode where they went to, um, can't remember the name of the planet, but where, where like the ATST was there and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that episode kind of felt like a diversion from the pl- the main overarching plot, but it still served it, and there was plenty of stuff about the child. We've pretty much abandoned all things about the child. There's one scene with the child in this episode which is kind of interesting that we'll talk about um the amount of minutes on screen that the mandalore i want to kind of talk about the episode in general and we'll get into the plot but like the mandal if you counted the minutes because there's like 40 actual minutes to this episode minus the um uh beginning intro and outro maybe 38 i would say he's like maybe on screen for 20 minutes of that that show is really weird and it does okay this show this This is a weird episode well, and it does some really weird things. Like it changes tone a couple times, mm-hmm. and, and not bad. So, like, I'm I, not I'm not saying this yeah. is a bad episode. No, no, it is just out of the blue though, and it could have started. It literally, you could have placed this episode at, at the time as soon as they left the, the first planet when they're running away from Carl Weathers and the um uh uh what's the, the guild the uh bounty hunters bounty guild? Hun- I almost said assassins creed <laughs> the assassins creed the bounty hunters guild as soon as they left you could have shoved this episode there you could yeah. have shoved it in like 
it's like they filmed it and said, okay, this episode has nothing to do yeah. with anything other than these are the two characters, and we're just going to plop them here. He didn't really make any friends, per se, this episode. No. To add to his... No. But you've, you you have this theory that he is going to end up with a ship, not a ship full of people, but some people on his side. So he's got... The Avengers, um, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, at least a team that can back him up. Yeah. Uh, you've got the, the lady, uh, former... Uh, shock trooper, mm-hmm. what's her name? Car Dune. Yes, yeah. And her, you have uh, the I have spoken guy. Is it Ugnot? Yeah, and I'm I'm not so sure about him because he's definitely he wants to be on that. Planet. He doesn't want to leave that planet. And then you have all the other Mandalorians, but no one you met in this, other than knowing that Baby Yoda is a lot shiftier than you thought he was. Like yeah. he has. I will he, say this: Does but, he have the ability to just disappear and reappear? I don't know. He does he could, some weird he could be. stuff, like because yeah. we do. That's right. We do see. We do see quite a bit about his his abilities in this episode. That's kind it's, of the biggest payoff. It's con, it's confined to like two minutes, maybe. Yeah. Um, max of the entire yeah. running time. But it goes from being a heist show. Yeah. To then becoming a horror movie. Alien. Yes. The lights get red. Yeah. And they're like, now the they they are they think they've trapped him. <laughs> And they become the hunted, yeah. And that's cool, but where? Like they just dropped this out of like out of nowhere. Yeah, weird. I want to talk about more more about this when we get to the yeah, end of the here. plot. But yeah, I know I'm no, it's fine. I, there's this is a weird episode. I, I I'm I'm with you. I, I think we're in agreement though. It's not a bad episode. Um, I and I th- feel like I could be really negative on that episode and come off like a, I think it's bad. And that's why I said what I said. Like. Like it's not a bad episode. No, I just don't understand it's, where it fits in all this. It's I, where I came. It, like if if you were to ask me, like you know, what would you grade this? Whatever, I, I would say good, good, not great. Like it's it's not great like the other episodes have been, but it wasn't bad. It was it was a good episode. Yeah, it just wasn't great like all the other. Here's the, here's the problem. We've been spoiled so much on this show. Like this show has been from episode one has been stellar, 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 stellar. Every episode has been amazing. Right. And so you throw in an episode like this and it by comparison, it feels like a bad episode. Yeah. But it's not. It's it's better than most things on television. What I like, though, <laughs> I will say this. What I like is, boy, if they don't do anything in this next the next two episodes, like if they, yeah. don't, if they don't have a huge reveal or a huge thing in the next episode, I think people will be like, what? Yeah. So, you know, now. They have to do something big yeah. in episode, what is this, episode seven? Seven. Yeah. And they have to do something even ma- more massive in episode eight. Yeah. Um, it, it's just this weird episode that, like, again, it wasn't bad. The people in it and the characters in it were nice to add to it. Yeah. The uh, horn guy with the horns that's freakishly strong. Berg. That was really cool to watch. Yeah. Berg. I, really, I, I, I did like Berg. Honestly, I. Zero I would, the droid pilot. I, I kind of cool. liked, I kind of liked all the characters. I did too. Let, let's let's get into that. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I guess we can kind of maybe skip some of the the intro stuff to the episode. But he lands on the space station. Uh, quick, quickly, we're introduced to Ran, um, which is this character from um, uh, Sons, Sons yeah. of Anarchy and yeah, Dark Knight. The, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, he obviously is there for money. Like he wants to take a job, and mm-hmm. this is basically like a off the grid, like um, maybe a competitor to the Banny Hunters Guild. In fact, he talks about competitors at one point, Rand does at, at one point in the episode. Um, he, 
basically, I mean, very quickly, like two minutes in the episode, we know what the job is. Like, um, there's uh, an associate. That's all all we learn. Uh, an associate of Rand's that has been captured and needs help, and he's basically building a team, kind of Ocean's Eleven style. Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, we've got four four people on board. And I need a fifth, and we need a vehicle. And so um, then we basically get right into kind of the characters from there. So we meet uh, Mayfeld. Um, I, th- I thought it was Mayfield at, for- at first, but I think it's Mayfeld, uh, who's basically like the point man on the job. Then Play- you got- played by Bill Burr. Okay, yeah, that's Bill Burr. Um, then a, D- a Deveronian, which I wasn't familiar with. Okay, that. so the Deveronian, the first time you see a Deveronian is actually, I believe it's in Moss Eisley Cantina in The New Hope. Okay. Because he's one of the creatures that they kind of pan around. Yeah. And it's just like... It looks like a devil. It looks like big a, horns. a demon. Yeah, yeah. This thing is massive, though. He's real big. Yeah. And what, what was the one in A New Hope also big? He looked like a devil. And I just remember being okay. uh, my son's age and being like, whoa, whoa. whoa. Is this the they devil? They probably didn't show as much of his body in that this shot. Yeah. yeah. But this guy's massive. Um, he has horns, basically. Um, then there's a droid, which I was not expecting a droid character again. Like, IG 11, we, you know, we had that character, but like, this is a full on droid character. But we in know this in Star Wars, like, in this universe, man, droids are huge. Like it's yeah. they're a they are a large part of the population. They're a large part of things getting done. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a ton of droids in this show already. I mean, well, just a ton of them. And, and and honestly, if you want to talk about just this episode, there's an entire ship manned by nothing but droids. And that and which they, is interesting. Right, because they go to this prison ship and they think that it's not gonna be any humans, just droids. Yeah. Which how about that one guy that's on the I know, I felt so bad. What a how, life. how lonely is this guy? Yeah. Um then uh, we meet uh probably the the most um uh depth character is Xion. Mm-hmm. Um, who's this uh, female Twi'lek. She's, um, if you've seen the original trilogy, she's basically like the uh, slave girl um, for Jabba, like yes. her race, uh, the Twi'leks. Yes. Um, so they have like, um, it's not horns really, it's like a, almost like ears. Long, like long, yeah, long. It's not ears, I mean, it's like off the top of her head, but they Ahsoka, hang down low. Ahsoka in, she's not a, she's not, Ahsoka's she's not Twi'lek? a Twi'lek, but she has those long ears, those long oh. Things. Yeah, maybe they're not she, tentacles, but they're long. Whatever yeah. they are, I don't think she is. But, uh, she's really slimy and, and dark. But um, I like I can't it's like her the character. second uh, reference to Twilight um, people. Uh, Carl Weathers' character. Uh, oh yeah, m- told him to go. Uh, hey, just go to the Twilight Spa, and it's overacting part of the yeah. second ep- or the second episode. Yeah. Uh, and forget about your troubles, Mando. <laughs> go sit in the sauna for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he, when upon seeing her, he threatens to kill her immediately. He's like, "I should, I should kill you where you stand." So obviously, they have some history. There's a lot of history. A lot of tension with, here. A lot of history with several of the characters, actually. Um, and then, uh, not too long after that, Zero basically Zero is like the wheelman for this um, heist yeah. that they're doing, and Zero finds kind a, trans- of a psycho droid though. Like yeah, he does some weird. stuff where you're like, yeah. He doesn't really like. He lands it like fast. Yeah. He goes at a fast speed. All things he does are efficient. That's what I liked about yeah. his character because he's like very robotic and like I'm in charge and this is what we're doing. Well, like, when we land, one of the, one of the things I think people love about droids in the Star Wars universe, as opposed to other properties and stuff that have like robot type type entities, in Star Wars, all the droids are very human, but they all have a little quirk that's re- that makes them really funny. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, uh, C-3PO just can't stop running his mouth. Like, he's just, like, you know, a chatterbox right. and always saying stuff that gets him into trouble and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, R2-D2 is, like, 
you know, like beep, boop, 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 beep, but like he's a helper, like he's always trying to get behind the scenes and get, right. you know, right. Um, and then you've had like BBA, yeah, same thing, little, little things like that make each droid unique. This one, this droid's kind of quirk is that he's constantly talking about how much smarter he is than everyone else, yes. which I thought that was really funny. Uh, kind of a running go- gag yeah. there, but, um, but yeah, he, he, um, comes across the transmission, like a recording of the Mandalorian, or I'm sorry, grief, um, speaking to the Mandalorian about, Hey, when you get to back to the planet, deliver the cargo, blah, 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 whatever. He's like cargo, like what's, what's going on here. So he starts to investigate that pretty early on Mm -hmm. in the episode that pays off later. Um, they do some talking on the ship for a while, just to kind of figure out what's going on. And then that's when we learn that this isn't just a simple rescue mission. Like, I think he thought that they were probably just going to like a planet somewhere to like pick up this guy that got captured by some, um, um, you know, ne'er-do-well people or whatever. Right. He's like, okay, this is a prison prison ship. We're doing a prison break. This a, is a, a rebel prison ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and um, they there's some other exchanges. That's where the the, the whole exchange about the gun gun thing is is. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. The Jar Jar Binks thing. Yeah, I did too. Um, there's some talk about his helmet. There's a lot of talk in this episode about his helmet. Like all the characters want to see what he looks like underneath the helmet, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've made a lot about that. Like on like every other episode, they're talking about that quite a bit, but I feel like they've never talked about it more than they did in this episode. Um, like you said, they, they land kind of rough and then they're on the Republic ship. So, mm-hmm. um, talk about that. What's, uh, talk about the well, Re- Republic ship. Well, they land, uh, a new Republic on this port, on this porthole thing that open, that no can open up. They have to, uh, the computer has to log in and get things, uh, printed, uh, get him into it to unlock it. Uh, Mando is good at, um, at getting things unlocked. So he helps him get unlocked. Uh, Mando hops in, hops in first. And then um, they all hop down in a group. Uh, Mando kind of leads the way. Actually, no, the big Gigantor, Devarian or whatever his name is. Berg, yeah. Yeah, Berg leads the way. Then these really cool-looking droids that are on patrol, they kind of look like Cylons from Battlestar Galactica, and they kind of walk up, and they're like, basically, just start shooting because nothing else is supposed to be out on this on this frigate or whatever. Yeah. And so then they hide a little bit. And they're, pr- they're pretty ominous. Like, uh, when you think of droids with guns, you think of like the separatists. Yeah, these are not battle like droids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roger, Roger. These yeah. are not that. These are like killer droids. These are legit droids. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, they're the rebel droids, so. <laughs> right. The rebel droids they are going to be, be better. Yeah, they're better. <laughs> For some reason. Weird. Um, they don't have many. But the ones they have are very good. Well, it's, it's iOS 11.0 is what they're running. So. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, <laughs> welcome to the nerdery. Um, so they um, attack these droids. One of them makes a comment, I thought you were supposed to be so good. Why don't you show us what you can do? Well, so Mando then proceeds to sneak in behind them and just destroy all five of these droids. I never get tired of those scenes, honestly. No, and they and they, all the bad guys. <laughs> he uses his whole arsenal all again. The, all the bad guys that he's helping are like, Oh wow! Like, they're like <laughs> yikes, and they know he's a threat. He's a Mandalorian, and not only that, he is the Mandalorian that basically has done all the things he's done to this point. And his his reputation, I think, is starting to get around a little bit. That we're not going to fool. You shouldn't fool this guy, even though what do these morons do? They fool with this guy, yeah. And then eventually they get what's coming to him. Anyway, they get to the uh, hold that they have to get to, um, and then they like the cell, is that the cell, okay. yeah. And then they get this other Twilight out who turns out is the brother 
of Xi'an and his name is Quinn. Yeah, and he's kind of a doof. Like I, I he goes, yeah, he's I, like, oh, what the blah, blah, blah. He, like oh. he was the character in this episode. I just did not like, like, and not from a like, oh, we're supposed to, you know, we love to hate this guy. You I know, mean, he like, reminded he's me. He's a of? bad character. He's a bad character, and you know, what he reminded me of a character from Power Rangers. Okay, this is like yeah. a character that they would doll up in an outfit and trot him out and be like, hey, Red Ranger, well, and you're like, God, stop talking. I, I felt like he was maybe a little poorly acted. It's, yeah, it's hard to tell. It too. We didn't get to see him on screen. A t- no, and a I ton, can't but... find a good cast roster on this episode, so I, I, I don't know exactly who was under that. It was probably Jamie Foxx. We're probably saying that, and it's like, <laughs> he's a horrible actor. <laughs> oh, it was never oh, mind. Oh, it's like it one was, of the best actors. Oh, it was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, so then they um, um, uh, can I say something about the ship? That, of course, the ship from the mo- from moment zero that they're that they come like out of, into the ceiling from the ship and drop down. The ship looks so awesome. Like I, I, the sets on this episode yeah. are some of the best sets I've right. seen on the yeah, entire let's, thing. Let's tag into that. Other than Tatooine, think but, about this. This episode will likely win awards for lighting for. The just the computer graphics for the set design for all yeah. the, this is the episode that will win that, but yet, like it's it, it doesn't fit in anywhere of what they've been going at. Well, and it doesn't. It, I think we're gonna look back on this episode and go that of the eight episodes that we had, that episode meant the least to the overall story. It's weird, but but man, they must have spent some money on this on this episode. Though. Oh, we didn't get to this point. Oh, that you know they did. It would look like they're well. What did somebody say? They're there's been an average ten million episode on this show. Yeah, how, how, what? That's like, a lot. Think about that. But I mean, honestly, like I, I could almost not even tell the difference between this episode and any of the movies. Like that ship looked like Isn't a that rebel crazy ship. Too, yeah. Think about that. Yeah, it was awesome. That's how you you referenced earlier Game of Thrones, and like when we were talking, you referenced this earlier, and like that's how this feels. Like the set design, yeah, and the love the level of intric- uh, intricacies that they use. It's just it's seamless. Like it's, it looks seamless on yeah, the things that, they do. That's just where we're at now in cinema. Like yeah. the TV TV episodes can be just as polished as anything right. we see at the theater. Well, but movies in the '90s didn't do this for the no, most part. No. So and I'm like, so glad that we're finally there. Like, can you imagine this? Like this Star Wars series yeah. be, looking yeah. like um, it would ho- look, holiday special or something. Like yeah, that. that's what it would, look, it would look like. I don't know, like a Star Trek. <laughs> Next generation, even though they did a good job on their set design, sure. that's a bad example. Maybe but, original series. I but don't you're know. right. I mean, uh, any '90s TV show doesn't matter how good the show is. Like Next Generation, it's just those shows did not look like movies back Mm-mm. then, and they weren't even trying. Mm-mm. But now they're obviously trying to do so and, and pulling it off. It's nuts. And there's a lot you can do with CGI now and stuff like that that makes it cheaper. But um, no, I, I was I was really impressed with how it looked. Um, but, when so the, they, one thing we left off, we left off the one. Okay, they they storm into this one control room oh yeah they storm in there and it's a human in there and it's a rebel human he's got the half helmet thing on dude so good the people that um darth vader obliterate in rogue one yeah that's he basically he's one of those guys and they're like oh oh no i i thought this was just supposed to be droids on this and he's just like peeing himself because he's like (laughs) uh uh, i'll put your guns down he's like one guy against four people yeah they end up circling them up and they, they bonk him over the head or kill him. I'm not sure if they kill him or what they, happened. I, I keep me with the cowboy theme of this ho- entire series. They do a Mexican standoff uh, yes. scene, which is so great yes. um, to watch. And then, you know, everyone's pointing their, their guns at each other and shouting and, yeah. you know, just looking in, in every direction. But um, 
uh, yeah, I, I just love that. And then eventually, Shion, I think, just throws a knife at him, like, hey, enough talk. Like That is probably what happened. Yeah. She throws knives, by the way. Which I like that. Like, I, I, yeah, I, it's, it's different than a blaster. This this series has been, the Star Wars in general, has been a lot of either uh, shoot, 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 or uh, sword, 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 like lightsaber. Yes. And we're starting to see, like, a greater range of weapons and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I know, like, Chewie's always had, like, his crossbow or what, like, there's been some variations, but um, it's fun to, to see, like, like more melee combat that's not lightsabers, um, you know, and then, like, just throwing projectiles. Yes. I, I love, I, I really wish that, I don't, I feel like we're not going to see the, um, Whistling, what is this? Whistling. He, he he shot a few of them on this episode and missed all all six of them or whatever it was. Whistling birds. Yeah, um, yeah. They they go off at one point, but he didn't actually fire them at anybody, at anyone. But um, at the flamethrowers, like we're seeing some like really five for six stuff. on episodes with the flamethrower. By the way, yeah, last episode true. we did not see it. <laughs> we had a, a non flamethrower. Five for six on episodes. He loves that flamethrower. Um, but yeah, anyway, she, she kills him, uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, that's the part we skipped. Then they actually go to the cell after that and break him out. Um, immediately within seconds, we figure out, okay, this is the, this is the backstory between Shion, Quinn, and the Mandalorian. Apparently he left him behind on some mission that they took mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yes. Uh, and Shion obviously has never forgiven him for doing that to her brother, um, it's a weird relationship between Quinn and Shion, though, because um, at one point, the Mandalorian, in a cool twist of events, um, you know, well, let's first first of all, they swap places. So, like, Quinn comes out, and then they push the Mandalorian yes. in, uh, fire a blaster shot, and he's trying to deflect that, and the, the cell door closes, and now he's locked in the cell. Yes. And they're oh, just, just going to leave him behind now. But one segue earlier, go back to the guy, to the humanoid guy, the, re- the rebel... Uh, Oh, the guy that's in charge, the human that's in charge of this base. Yeah, um, he has a distress box. Oh, right, right. And if it's basically, they do a good job of, of giving you the information, which is yeah. really funny. <laughs> like they're like, oh, it's a it's a rebel distress box, and if he hits that button, uh, the rebels will come and just blow this up. Yeah, like they literally like it's like, and we're gonna have twenty. You hit this button, twenty minutes and zero seconds to figure it out, and they just blow up everything. <laughs> which I think is kind of fun that rebels are like, oh. Things are so messed up, so foobarred beyond recognition yeah. that we're just going to come in and blow up, blow this up the thing. ship, yeah, yeah blow the entire the ship. ship, which is crazy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's anyway. a little crazy, but so I, that's how bad of dudes are on this. That's how bad these well, prisoners are on and this. And you thing. see a little bit as they're walking down the cell block and stuff like that. You see them left and right, and there's some like really gnarly dudes mm-hmm. behind these cell right. doors. But um, um, there's one imperial guy yeah, and it's still in an imperial outfit. Um, there's some random, just randomos. But anyway, okay, so back to they they double cross the Mandalorian. They shove him in the cell. Sh- cell door shuts, and uh, so then they take off. Right? Um, what's Mandalorian do after that, though? I mean, he's in the cell for like two minutes or whatever. He's, he doesn't last very long. Uh, one of the droids walks by his cell door, kind of just on patrol type of thing. And um, I can't remember exactly how. I kind of looked down for a second during the scene, but like um, he he uh, subdues him in some way. I can't remember if he shoots him mm-hmm. or uh, shoots a projectile or something through the door. Yeah. Somehow, basically rips his arm off. Yes. And then like uses his arm to unlock the door, which I thought was a really cool. Sequence. Yes. Um. Pretty genius. He's pretty yeah. smart. Uh, uses his arm to get that the droid key yeah. that droids use. R two D two has one as well. Yeah, and exactly. it's just a universal key thing that pops out. Uh, and then so he escapes, and from this point on, 
Now it becomes the hunters have become the hunters. Uh, psycho or something or like it, like you said it was it's, a, Fre- it's Freddy Krueger is coming to attack or yeah, Alien it, or it, it, it felt to me like Alien because they're literally on a spaceship right <laughs> John Farber did a good job of you know he's te- he's teeing up that that feeling of the hunter has now become the hunted and they do the <laughs> They do so many tropes in this thing. Oh, yeah. A door comes down and separates the group in half. Yeah. Then the two of them in each group separate out and go their own way. Yeah. Um, and so then they're each being chased, or they feel like they're being chased, or they're trying to get off the ship. Right. Um, meanwhile, on the ship, on, on uh, what's the name of it? The crest. The Razor Crest. Razor Crest. Uh, Z? Is that the name of the Z? Zero. Zero. They, they call is, it Z for they short. They call it Z. Zero yeah. is the pilot. And he has found this transmission from Carl Weathers' character, Grief. Um, and so he goes on a search and uh, throughout the ship, and he comes across. They saw the baby earlier. They saw the, the kid earlier. Yeah, we skipped over that. They, they, yeah, basically, during right before the landing, um, they're kind of going through his stuff, like like looking at his weapons cache and right. stuff like that. And then I forget, someone hits a button or something like that, and a door opens in the, comp- the compartment that the child evidently sleeps in or lives mm-hmm. in or whatever, mm-hmm. opens up, and they see him there. And, and actually, at one point... Um, May, Mayfield uh, Mayfield grabs, grabs him, him yeah. like picks him up. He's like, "Oh, this you know, well, you, you have a pet. Yeah, you have a pet." And then, uh, but that is cut short because of the, the rough landing. Yeah, and like everyone, th- everyone goes flying. Uh, the child gets baby Yoda goes stowed back away and shut and door shut. And that's pretty much all we see from that. Right. Thing. But that segues then zero. Yeah. Uh, then starts to walk through the <laughs> ship. Baby Yoda sees zero and looks at him, and uh, then he disappears. Because Zero turns around with a, gun, a blaster at one point, yeah, to shoot him, and he's gone. Which again, he moves really fast. Or what do you di- think that means? Disappears. Is he is he literally disappearing from? I mean, all vision, or is he like just moving really fast? I think he can move really fast. I mean, think about Yoda. Like I think th- about when Yoda was fighting the Emperor yeah. on is that the Revenge of the Sith? Um, he is flipping around, he's flying around. Baby Yoda's got to be able to do that too. Yeah, yeah. So like. I'm just gonna assume that I'd love him for him to have teleportation abilities. Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? Uh, I don't know. Too much for you? I. It's not too much for an adult, like a mature Yoda type. Maybe he's a special Yoda species, but maybe he's special. It could be. I mean, there is a lot of um, like Doctor Pershing really wants to get his DNA. So I would say this to you: anything's possible. We never actually saw Yoda in his prime. That's, that's true. We never saw him in his prime. Yeah, he was fairly old even in the, he the was prequels. He was 900-something years old yeah. in, in the whole thing, basically. Because when he trains Luke, he's that age. He's eight, maybe, maybe late 800s. Maybe. And so I think that he's pretty old. And maybe he had maybe he had teleportation device, uh, a device, ability. Yeah, yeah. Think about yeah, it, Phil. Yeah, that's true. It's po- anything's possible <laughs> Anything's in this possible. Anything is possible. Or he's just really fast. Probably just really fast. But Baby Yoda then... He kind of plays around with him a little bit. And he then, does. And then eventually, like, there's this kind of standoff between him and Zero alone. Yeah. I w- we think he's alone on the ship. And... Um, well, we can't, can't get to it yet. We haven't, we haven't okay. got to that point. All right, all right. So Baby Yoda gives him the slip. Meanwhile, back on the back on the uh, <laughs> Rebel uh, jail ship, um, the parties have... They've slowly... They've slowly been hunted. The first one he kills... He didn't kill him. He I, first I thought he was fights. killing them, but until he at the end, you find out he did, he he didn't kill any of them. His first but. one, well, the Quinn character runs immediately to the hatch. 
So he's basically out of the loop, or maybe he's with Mayfield the whole time, and then gives then leaves Mayfield at the end. Yeah. But the first one he comes after is Devarian. Um, I thought he Berg. straight up killed well, Berg because Berg uh, is attacking him. He literally shoots his flamethrower right in Berg's face at one point for like more than a couple. And seconds. he just fights through it. It doesn't yeah. even matter. He's probably from Mustafar, probably. <laughs> and he so you know flames don't hurt yeah, him. Yeah. So doesn't. he's walking through it. Uh, he. Hits the button on a bl- on one of the blast doors. It comes down on his head, so you think, that, oh, that's got to kill him. He then squats that off of his shoulders and, yeah. and power cleans it up, full cleans it up off his shoulders. And then he sticks his head out to go forward, and then he hits the other the other blast door. Second door. And that one, we th- I thought it killed him too, but we find out in the end of the episode, spoiler alert, that it cut off the, tippy, the tips of his horns. He, he basically looks like um, uh, Marvel. Hell- sorry, help me. Um, Hellboy? Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah, like clipped horns. Yeah. Um, so then uh, the next one to be uh, <coughs> beaten is... Sh- I don't want to say her name. Shion. Shion. And uh, he basically ends up... What's he do to her? How does I, he incapacitate I her? I don't remember. I don't either. They fought... He probably shows her. Just let's just imagine. Oh, I remember now. Uh, she's she starts throwing knives at him, and he's dodging him, or they clink off his armor or whatever. And then he gets her in some kind of grapple hold. And then it's not exactly shown on screen, but what I think we're supposed to believe that he um, shivs her with one of her own knives, mm. like in the in the side or something like that. But spoiler alert: we, in the end, we see her again alive. Yeah, all of them are alive. And then um, what's his face? Mayfeld. Uh, Ends up, he has a cool gun thing that comes off his backpack. Yeah, it was pretty that cool. cool. which is neat. It's a kind of a neat thing for him because otherwise he's just a dude with two guns. Is that a Boba Fett thing? Doesn't he have? Uh, a, isn't that right? I can't remember. Once, but, I've seen that before uh, with another character. I don't know. Boba Fett has a blaster that comes off and shoots. I, I don't know. Anyway, so long story short, um, they fight at the end, and. The Mandalorian gets the jump on him at the end and basically just surprises him, knocks him out or whatever, and then they you do see him alive at the end as well. Mandalorian then chases down uh, Quinn and says, "What's Quinn? Quinn says something to him. I mean, Quinn basically says, um, you know, hey, if you kill me, there's no bounty. Like you're going to get back to the ship and there's going to be no money yeah. for you because the, the whole point of the mission was to bring him back alive. Yeah, so he he locks he cuffs him up, takes him onto the ship. And that's or and that you're allowed to believe he's taking him on a ship. Segway back to the ship, and uh, Baby Yoda has now hidden in a compartment of some kind. The door opens up, and Zero, the droid, is there with a gun, and he's loading up, getting ready to shoot him. And then Baby Yoda closes his eyes, raises his hand, pointing at Zero, and then there's this huge spark, which I thought uh-huh. he just crushed him. Yeah, seriously, like Vader style, and then turns out. Boba Fett, or not Boba Fett, Mandalorian shot him in the back. And there's this really cute cut to back to Baby Yoda where he like ah, looks, ah. looks at his own hand like, did I do that? Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Which I, is a great meme, by they the do, way. They do such a good job with, with he says zero words, so far at least. He says zero words in the entire series, just goo-goos and gagas, basically. Yeah. But they say so much with his face, like yes. the, the puppeteering or his CGI. His ears, his it's, eyes. It's so good. How many times have you seen the meme online of Baby Yoda holding that <laughs> the cop- coffee cup? It's, it's actually a bowl of... And it's a bowl of... <laughs> stew or whatever. Bone soup, yeah. basically. <laughs> and his eyes are big, and he's got a little cloak on. And it's like, the meme is me uh, me going to... Uh, me sitting, laying on the couch uh, watching my shows. <laughs> me drinking hot cocoa, uh, just, just chillaxing. Yeah. 
Hashtag chillax. Hashtag chillax. Anyway, so now we're back on the ship. They end up landing back at the uh, space the uh, space station of love, uh, wherever this is at. And uh, he's like, he comes off the ship, and Mando comes off the ship. Quinn comes off the ship in chains. And uh, what's his nut? The baby Yoda's not on there, but he but he's obviously on the ship, but not in this shot. And the main bad guy character goes, "Where are the others?" And he's like, "No questions, right?" He's like, "No questions." I I was amazed that he had that response, even though he said that response, he said that line at the beginning of the episode. I I was surprised to hear him like literally show no concern or care for any of those people. <laughs> like, I mean, that just shows you how down and dirty these guys are well the whole but, it's a it is a wild it really is the wild yes. west where they're at yeah like they are not the, the only thing that matters is credits there are no rules yeah and and now you think about it this way they're coming out of a time it, to be likened a little bit like the american civil war where you know the, the legend of the wild west is a lot of legend i hear this more and more nowadays it's a lot more legend because there are there are aspects of it that have been embellished by TV and by movies. Oh yeah. So like, there was a aspect of parts of the parts of the West that are just so vast that you couldn't police them all, and so those parts would have cattle rustling and those parts would have some gunplay that sort of thing. But the gunfighters of the old West were technically the crooks that came out of the Civil War. So like Jesse Jesse James gets right. It. Right. He became Jesse James because. I mean, he could. There was, there was no. Well, that's a great, that's a great analog. To but this. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no, there's no way to police that. But it wasn't to the level where if you went to San Francisco in the Old West and you're gonna have, a, or maybe it'd be a bad one, Santa, Santa Fe or Albuquerque. I mean, think of an old town, an old West town. Yeah. And uh, Dodge City, Kansas, where every day is a freaking gunfight in the street. That's not the case. That like historically, was, yeah. that's not how it was. But that's how this is, where it's this vast galaxy where there was a malevolent look think about it this way mm. hitler's nazi party was in charge of the entire galaxy yeah i mean that's literally what emperor palpatine it was yeah i mean hardcore crush you under his boot vader was his henchman you don't have there's the rules are we are in charge and there's nothing you can do about it and so now that has been taken away and so now there's these other parts of the galaxy that are like well, it's it's left a tremendous void, and yeah. the new even five years later, the new republic is not filling that void with like the necessarily the best stuff. Like right. I mean, that, there's always going to be people that um, that don't care about human life and that want to you know basically selfishly take whatever they can, yes, uh, and just kind of scrape through life. And so there are planets and areas of space and stuff like that, ships and and whatnot, yeah. where people just you know kind of take over it's it's mob style yeah it's so huge that they can't they like, can't be you can't control everything local local authorities would be the only ones to take care of it this space station literally is just sitting out in space and it's the thug space station yeah. I mean, it's so, so weird to think about but like yeah. no one's coming there so anyway and I, I, it almost seems like the new republic allows it to a certain degree like they again they just don't they they can't quell every you know um you know, rebellious group or whatever. And well, so no, like, the, the they rebels care. Aren't, aren't as big of They've a, got bigger fish to fry. And the rebels aren't as big of an, a force as the Imperial, the Imperials were. And, and so they can't police. It's weird. No. And, and they honestly, they're probably spending a lot of their time just setting up this new government. Yeah. And, but even Tatooine back in the day, it didn't have the checks. I mean, Bob, uh, Jabba the Hutt was still yeah. being Jabba the Hutt on t- Tatooine. And yeah. 
the bounty hunters were still a thing back then. Right. I mean, that's why we know about Boba Fett was because Vader like employed him basically. Yeah, but, but there were there were apparently there's tons of them. So he employed a bunch of them and said, "Okay, go find, you know, go find Luke Skywalker." Basically, right? Wasn't that who they're after? Han Solo. Han Solo. Yeah. Right. Misa, sorry. <laughs> Misa, Misa, Misa. Misa forgot. Misa, Misa. Um, and then, so the very last thing that happens in the episode is, um, it's again, kind of a twist ending, which I think most of the episodes have had some kind of a big reveal at the end. Yeah. Um, he delivers Quinn to Ran and takes his payment, which it looks like quite a bit. I mean, basically kind of what he got last mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. Um, and uh, flies off and you think, okay, he's, you know, riding off in the, into the sunset, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And uh, there's two big reveals. So like a kind of a, a, a flip turn, you know, twice, twice over. So Ran says, as soon as um, Emmanuel Lurian flies off, he says, go shoot his ship out, out of the sky. Yes. And so they start, you know, this um, like battle ship or whatever starts coming out of the floor. And then you hear the beep sounds you're like yes oh no yes <laughs> so it's it's he's double crossed the double crossers mm-hmm. at this point yes and has left the tracking beacon on quinn's body he's like in his pocket or something like that mm-hmm. and he's and they're like oh crap and so like at this point it's been 20 minutes and they're now coming to this location and not the prison ship yes and obviously she's she's the man of the sky but jack what are the vehicles what are the ships the fighter ships that come out of the This was the cool space. part for me because TIE fighters come out and... X-Wings. X-Wings. TIE fighters are the bad guys, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. The, TIE fighters have been awesome. Are you okay, Jack? No, I'm all right. Do you feel okay? Say- no, I'm okay. I just zoned out on that one. I'm sorry. Um, X-Wings come out and it is Rebel Pilots. Yeah. And they, it is awesome. They have the, like the orange visors. I mean, it looks like a new hope. Yeah. I, I, I got And that's chills. who it is. It was cool. Yeah. Because we hadn't really seen that. Yeah, it's and been a while since we've seen yeah. X Wings because, yeah. like, even in the like seven, eight, nine, like the new trilogy that they're building mm-hmm. right now, it's not X Wings necessarily. They're using like Y Wings or A Wings. I can't remember all the terms, Random but stuff, yeah. it, it doesn't look like the traditional right. X Wing. Like right. Poe Dameron has one and stuff like that, but yes. it the, this looks like, I mean, just right after the events of Return of the Jedi, X Wings. Well, and apparently uh, the first, it was awesome. The first order sprouted up out of all this. And we're, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get to a point where we have a show that leads up to the First Order. All the way. I would love that, but... You know what I'm saying? Or at least the birth of the First Order. How it even came came to be. I would love to to see that in a TV series. But I'll say this. We don't... I say... We won't know that until, you know, what? Next week? Two weeks now? What is it? Next week when the new Star Wars movie comes out? Yeah, next Friday. So, next Friday... This Friday by the time we're listening to this. Once they wrap that up and we kind of see where they go with that direction, then we can kind of see where we double back... To give us a prequel of those of those new movies, yeah, and I hope there's no Gungans in it, and I hope that there's no um, Metachlorian talk. Is what I'm hoping for. No Metachlorian talk. Yeah, in prequels this time. Uh, and then we've Ooh. already referenced it, but the very last scene that's shot, there's no like post credits, quote unquote, scene in this one. No, no, no like big reveal about this mystery man or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing we see is that the team is still alive. That he's basically locked them up on the prison. Yes, ship and, they're, and, and they're left both, them behind. Yeah. Um, the coolest part was the X-Wings coming in. Dude, that was so great. Shooting up that thing because you're well, like, and they, that's cool. They, they they blast that whole thing to bits in about eight seconds. They were surgical about it, too, because they were like, <laughs> Look, uh, looks like they're... Uh, lo- uh, getting, looks ready, like, yeah. getting ready to de- deploy a uh, ship. Looks like they're deploying a ship. But they were very much like, who cares? Yeah, just take this thing out and move on. Because they were going to point and shoot down Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Well, they're going after the, the tracking beacon, wherever the tracking beacon is. Well, no, but I'm so. saying the, the ship... 
the ship they were going, the ship they were, he was raising, the, the the space station, the space station was raising. Okay, they were going to sh- kill Mandalorian, right? When they were, when they were going to do the X wings. I don't know. I, I lost track of what you're saying. The ship coming out of the space station. Oh yes, yes. They yeah, were that, going after the Mandalorian. Yeah, they were yes. going to kill Mandalorian. So. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting how the X wings just basically fly right back, right, right past the Razor Crest. Well, like no the, reason. The Razor Crest like dodges basically. Yeah, he had to, well because they came out of hyperspace <laughs> so fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that was a great. That was honestly the best part of the episode, and it was like the last thirty seconds of the episode. So well, very cool. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the episode, Bill? Uh, the X wings for sure, um, which we just talked about. Uh, so we won't go through that again. Um, I loved the look of the new Republic ship and just the the costuming, like the one guy that's in the the control room. Like I, I just love all that stuff. I, How lonely though. The that guy's by himself. I know. So I felt sad. He th- probably literally is the only human on that ship, other than the prisoners. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I always love watching the Mandalorian take down a room full of enemies mm-hmm. um, in about 30 seconds. He's a ninja, and I love that. And um, I really liked the in the the best fight sequence part. I thought was the flamethrower to the face. I, I thought that was very interesting. He was such a beast to that guy. The uh, Berg was such a a dominant beast. That one now, I was say, was a cool. Those fight three scene. people that are left in the prison at the end, they could come back and be a problem for him. Yeah, like they could. They oh, have absolutely. a vengeance now. Like. They're, they're going to get off that prison ship and get and fly here's, back to... Here's the, I, I don't disagree with you. Here's the question, though. Who's going to break them out? Yeah, no one's going to break them out. I mean, the space station is literally in pieces. There's, yeah, there's no one It's just space it. dust at this point. Well, other than them apparently being able to grab a... You know, they can just grab a uh, uh, prison guard uh, droid's arm and use it to open, a, uh, open, the, open the cage up. Yeah. So the only people that he actually... Mandalorian actually kills and it's and it's in, inadvertent kind of you know not on purpose directly but indirect um he ends up killing both ran and quinn so like the guy he just saved but think about this he brings quinn he had, had this all planned out so he brings quinn back to the space station collects payment knowing that like within seconds quinn's just gonna die anyways <laughs> like you didn't care i thought that was really cool like that he that he did that. Well, so. and that guy, and he, he, didn't, was payback. he didn't trust Beardy anyway. Beardy is no. a bad guy anyway. He didn't trust It him. was definitely payback, and I, I, I liked that part. Like the, And he knew that Beardy uh, sent them sent them on the mission knowing that, that they were going to double-cross him. So Yeah. He didn't feel so bad double-crossing him. So. Good um, times. The, the only part that we didn't discuss that I thought was kind of cool is um, we, we learned a little bit about, like, the grid like off the grid ships mm-hmm. so they talked about how the razor crest is off the grid for both republic has always been off the grid for both republic and imperial like it's that's why everyone wants the razor crest is that it basically doesn't exist as far as radar goes and stuff like that like that that ship can literally sneak up on just about anything because they don't have like its signature that that, that ship p- produces out yes. in space um is undetectable by like republic it's and neat. imperial which is yeah. really cool yeah um I, i'd like to see them do something with that again maybe not this season um but like in season two yeah kind of delve more into like what what kind of thing what kind of jobs could he pull off with right. that ship did this episode basically served though just to show you how much of a BA the Mandalorian is? Oh yeah, it it showed a little bit more maturing and developing into the kid. Yeah, and then it flushed out. I mean, I guess another little pocket of the universe, and yet let you see the rebels. It had some really cool droids. The droid stuff in it was neat. Like the yeah. story is good. It just doesn't fit into where they've been going with the yeah, last, the I, last like th- the last the first five episodes. This one just kind of goes. 
I don't know what what it would be like. It, you know what's also weird. So everything you said is true. Then pile on to that. That I know we said this a couple times already, but this at this stage, at episode six, it is the longest episode that they've had. Yeah. So it's a forty-four minute episode, and you know, once you tack on the it's just movie like it, and it's it is a full episode. Like it feels like without commercials, what you know, a, a full hour show would be. Yeah. Um. And and yet we learn very little. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. episode about the the greater story that's being yeah. told. So it it was a weird one. Yeah. Um. I definitely enjoyed watching it, but at the end of it, I was like, I don't know that I that we advanced anything. Like we, I didn't learn a whole lot right. about what's going on. Well. Um. So interesting. Yeah. Um. Did I skip over? Did no. I cover your your favorite? You moments got it. Or? No. I we've all hit it. Yeah. It's good. Bird. Um. What do you think the child was going to do to that droid? Do you think he was just? Gonna, I was like, hoping he was the one that did that to him. So like cause some kind of a blast from yeah, which behind you know him he or something. He picked up that that mud horn. That's true. He can do just about he anything. He can do anything. He, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been surprised had he been like squash and like z- zero as a can at the like a, yeah. a squish can at the end of it. Right, you know? right. But um, yeah, I'm not sure where the season is headed now. Like, like as we already mentioned, there's only two episodes. Well, left. he's going to be next. My guess is here's my prediction. Next is a big chase by multiple bounty hunters. And he has to hide out on a planet, or he has to be chased and hides out on separate planets or whatever, because Carl Weathers' character is going to go try to come get him. And they're going to send more bounty hunters after him, and it's going to wrap back around. And I could see a scenario where at the end of next episode, the child gets taken from him. Oh, yeah. And he has to rescue the child. That will absolutely happen. I think that's right. I could see that being the case. Yeah. Or I could see a buildup where he has the child at the end of next episode, but he gets kidnapped at the end of episode eight. Uh-huh. And now we've got to wait a whole year or whatever it's going to take to right. get the next hopefully season. It's, hopefully it's not that long. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think we have to see the mystery man in the next episode, even if it's the last well, two, two minutes. Ch- he's got to be who's chasing him, right? So. Yeah. Um, it's so weird to me that they teased that character in episode five and then basically skipped six. That's what I'm saying. Like, this um, is a weird episode because of that. <laughs> like, like, it was an expected payoff and you got nothing. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. Whatever story is left to tell, they have to they have to tell it in basically an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like there's two episodes left, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting how they do that. Um, um, I think that's all I had as far as like no. future questions. I, I, again, it's hard to come up with questions for like uh, what's going to happen in the next episode when this was kind of a just kind of a waster episode. Like I didn't feel like I was wasting my time watching it, but it, it also just, my, it definitely felt interlude. Yeah, my guesses are just. I mean, they've got to do something because they've got two episodes left. So yeah, you can't have another one of these episodes. Like I, people will just be like, I, I think it's saying a lot to how much we enjoy the series as a, overall. That like for me, this was the weakest episode of the six that we, they've released so far, yes. and yet I still had a great time with it. Well, and I think that it's obviously just beautiful. Like the whole episode yeah. cinematically is beautiful, and I also like I like the Star Wars universe, and this is a cool place to be. Oh yeah, in. so yeah, I if I. Hey, let's be honest. Let's go back to a couple episodes ago of our podcast. We were saying a couple episodes ago, like we thought the entire series was going to be like this episode, like yeah. just literally monster of the week. Yeah. Who's he going to, what bounty is he going to collect? Yeah. Um, who's he going to, you know, screw over in this episode? Yeah. Um, so the fact that we're saying that this episode, which we thought was going to be the entire series is the outlier. Yeah. I, we're, we have an abundance yeah. of riches. So you're right, right, now. You're right about that. <laughs> What are, uh, what are Here's, some, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, before I forget to say, um, did you know that the next episode is on Wednesday? 
They so, moved it up because of because Star of Wars. Star Wars. Which is smart. Yeah, very good. So um, they're not releasing The Mandalorian on the same day that Rise of Skywalker comes out. Smart. So um, if you're listening to this um, on Monday, uh, good news, the next episode is just coming in, out in two days. So you'll get to watch it on Wednesday. We'll watch it with you on uh, Wednesday. Um, and then I think we'll probably still record at the same time. So you'll have to wait a little bit longer mm-hmm. for next episode. Usually there, you only have to wait a couple days between watching the episode and then tuning into the podcast but um, we're probably still releasing oh, on, but, on Monday of next yeah, week and so. we're going to talk I'm hoping by that I, point I've watched Star Wars yeah and we can talk and we can add a nice special talk about uh, Star Wars dude we're going to have a lot of Star Wars talk by, by next week are you, so you are watching oh, I'm going to find Rise a way to Skywalker? watch it I'll find okay. a way to watch it before we record um, I get to watch it for free on oh. on Friday morning during work hours. Oh man, <laughs> I have a really great job now. So yeah, well, good for you. Yeah, good for you, pal. Yep, they are paying for it. So, um, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, what have you been watching on Disney Plus? I've got one. Uh, embarrassingly, nothing. Nothing. I know. I said I was going to rectify that last episode, and I I uh, did not have time. Here's what I did watch uh-huh. this week. I, I watched a lot of things this week, but um, I finally got around to watching Jumanji the first. Um, or Welcome to the, the Jungle. The new one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The new reboot stuff. That, that movie's excellent. I know yeah. I'm the, the, they're the last person that's to great. say that. No, um, that's great. Everyone has said that for the last two years. But, well done. Um, that movie was phenomenal. So I'm very excited to see the new movie. But um, We have watched, last night we watched the majority. Miller and I watched the majority of it. Amanda finished it. While You Were Sleeping is oh, on wow. Disney+. Plus. What? How about that? Yeah, weird. Anyway, it's good. Um, that was not a Disney movie when it came out. It was it's a, Fox? a Fox entity. So okay. Here we go. Uh, someone was saying, saying earlier today that Home Alone is on there as well. Home Alone 2 and Home Alone 3 so those with are all the Fox. little kid Alex that we... <laughs> who knew? So those, those are all Fox acquisitions, yes. right? Yep. So they are part of that deal that they got when they bought it's, the Fox Studios It's stuff. really... It, X-Men is all on there and we're all on, stuff. We're in a, a new world, man, Like where you can, you can launch an app that has a Disney logo on it and watch Home Alone. Yes. <laughs> and X-Men. Yeah, and X-Men. And... The worst, the worst TV show ever, the Silver Surfer animated series. Oh, I thought you were going to say The Simpsons. And the Iron Iron Man series from the mid-90s. Have you watched The Simpsons at all on Disney Plus? I started to, and then a uh, little guy here was in the room, and my wife was like, I don't really want him to watch The Simpsons, so we didn't watch it. It's all good. I don't think I was his age when it came on. I know you didn't get to watch it. You told me that you you, you were absolutely it. his age when, I, I'm for saying, season one. But I'm saying I didn't get to watch it then. No, I, I didn't. Either. I think I was probably twelve. When I wasn't I first allowed watched to watch it. it but I, once I started watching, it, I was like, "This is one of my favorites." I and I like it. At the one newer point, stuff, the newer the newer episodes are. I'm just like, eh. at one point, I, I was starting to binge that show. Like I got through the first couple seasons in like a month, mm-hmm. and then I I never came back to it. And um, I don't know why. I, I I really enjoyed the show. So well, good stuff. Still amazes me. Disney Plus is still amazing. Yeah. It's weird. They're going to have to roll out some other show that's Mandalorian level because, uh, no offense to my friend Steven, who swears by it now, but the High School Musical series is not cutting it. Uh, by the way, if you have suggestions for what you want us to talk about after The Mandalorian is yes. over, uh, again, we're still kind of looking at the service and kind of exploring some options. So, uh, Disney Plus reviews at Hotmail.com. Well, Let us know what you want us to yes. move on to in January. And I'm not ruling out. I mean, it doesn't have to be a series. We can even, there's several movies on there we can watch that week and talk about those movies. Oh, yeah. Which would be a very horrible movie podcast thing to do. <laughs> but it's absolutely up for game. It's uh, it's up for grabs, really. Yeah. It'll be fun. Maybe we watch something on Disney Plus and upload it to both podcasts. Yeah! <laughs> Bringing back HMP. Woo! Anyway, well, thanks, Bill. 
Uh, yeah, this was fun. Um, oh, yeah. A weird episode, but uh, again, but I a think good we, episode. We, we both enjoyed it. It's weird. Um, next week is going to be Star Wars crazy um, between episode seven and episode nine, mm-hmm. if, uh, so to speak. My Ewok so. costume came in. I'm so excited. I'm going to the... I'm going dressed as a Ewok. In costume? Yeah. Dude, so. how many uh, people are just going to be cosplaying as the Mandalorian by like next Halloween? Woof. It'll be bad, too. <laughs> like It'll be really poorly done. Yeah. They, uh, here, here's one for you how many baby Yoda costumes are oh. they going to sell in in October 2010 <laughs> or 2020 a million <laughs> a million they're already more. starting to buy they're already starting to really sell they're finally they finally got baby Yoda um, merchandise out yeah like they're finally starting to catch up yeah yeah they didn't know it would be this big of a stinking deal so, so. The, the um, he's the star of the show oh absolutely which is weird yeah yeah, the the, uh, the the they literally just changed the name to the Baby Yoda season two. Well, they had you know Family Matters wasn't Urkel, but it turned into Urkel's show. Yeah, the Urkel show. But um, yeah, did the, I do that. As far as that, actually, he had to, that line to go back. <laughs> did I do that? As Baby Yoda looks at his hand, <laughs> I I did that. Did I? Did I? Did that? Did I? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. As far as merchandise goes, there um, there are some pretty cool Star Wars Black Series um, action figures that are coming out. Uh-huh. Um, you can pre-order them now, um, but they don't release until May of next year, Dude, which is really weird. More people, think about that. Like that says a lot about manufacturing of action figures. They're like scared. how long it takes, and they're worried. They they don't know if something's going to work, and so they wait because they have no. Well, and uh, the word on the street was that John Favreau didn't pass along anything to any manufacturer of, smart. of any toys. Yeah. Like they, he didn't even test uh, test. He didn't even trust Hasbro with that kind of stuff. Like yeah. he's like, no one is going to know about Baby Yoda until this series actually releases. We see Baby Yoda in Episode One. Then he gives Hasbro a call. Now it's going to take six months to make these yeah. action figures, which is a, a, a little odd considering that we're in the middle of the Christmas. holiday season and like those things would be selling like hotcakes. Yeah, but that shows you how much he was he cared about spoilers. And, yeah, and also I don't know that they would have. Can you imagine Baby Yoda? Uh, what do they call it? Um, uh, leaking before Disney Plus launched. Well, we didn't that, that first episode. We didn't even know what this was, so we didn't know about Baby Yoda. Yeah, I Disney. Like, if everyone knew, I mean, maybe that would have sold more Disney Plus subscriptions. I don't know, but yeah. like it leaking in November, that would have been weird, man. Like, just like it confirms, you know, the Mandalorian is going to start start a Baby Yoda. We'd be like, what? Yeah, weird. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think that wraps it up for um, episode seven of Disney Plus Reviews. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in, uh, for hitting the subscribe button, for rating us on iTunes. Uh, please give us five stars. Let your friends know about the show. That's the best way for people to find out about it. Uh, email us at DisneyPlusReviews at Hotmail.com. Uh, we will be back, uh, I'm assuming, next next Monday, normal time, um, for a Wednesday release of episode seven. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about Rise of Skywalker as well. Probably if we talk about, here's what we'll do. Here's I promise you, promise. Uh, we, we will not. We will not spoil the rise of Skywalker in our next episode. Well, let's talk Plus about reviews. it. Let's just talk about it. Not yeah, everyone's going to call. Honestly, like there are so many sold out shows everywhere. People, well, that, people that, literally yeah. might not be able well, to I, see it. I hope I'm able to. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, for for people that aren't going to get a chance to watch the rise of Skywalker this weekend, uh, don't worry, we're not going to spoil it for you in the next episode. Uh, if we are going to spoil stuff in Rise of Skywalker because we literally just can't help but talk about it, uh, maybe we'll put that in a separate episode or something like that. Keep it separate from our usual show. Yeah. So, so yeah, just watch that. The, your homework for the week is watch Mandalorian episode seven on Wednesday, and then come come back on Monday for the show. Yes, Baby Yoda say, do I do that? 
Not do that today. Feed me.